Welcome to Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. I'm your aptly named host of your favorite hebdomadal podcast. We've got a listener of the week. It's Adam Norse on LinkedIn. He told me that the show is his weekly workout podcast. Uh, He said, great topic as always. Thank you very much for that, Adam. He was talking about uh, the improve your relationship with failure episode. So Adam Norse, LinkedIn, thank you very, very much. Adam Norse, our listener of the week. Oh, I'm glad you're with me. I'd bear the pain of hyperkinemia if you made my heart pound with the idea that you missed this week's show. Your corporate partnership strategy. Chris Barlow from Beeline returns to outline a winning strategy to help you gain valuable corporate partnerships. On Tony's Take Two, Don't Fear the Reaper. We're sponsored by Turn Two Communications, PR and content for nonprofits. Your story is their mission. Turn two.co. It's a pleasure to welcome back Chris Barlow. He is founder and customer happiness director at Beeline. Beeline, since 2015, has helped nonprofits grow their donor base, attract corporate partners, and expand their missions. However, Chris's newest skill is bouncing his youngest to sleep while writing marketing copy or planning a donor journey. The company is at yourbeeline.com. And he's at Beeline underscore Chris. Welcome back to Nonprofit Radio, Chris. Thank you so much, Tony. It's it's great to be with you today. Pleasure. Thank you. Congratulations. Now you have child number seven bouncing on your knee now. (laughs) That's right. That's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Proportionately, it becomes less of a difference when you go from six to seven than when you go from one to two. Or even zero, right, or zero to one, even yes, right. of course that's true. But I mean, yes, the marginal increase is is is, is at this point is probably like de minimis. I mean, right. but your your latest is a boy or a girl? Girl, we have a girl, boy, boy, girl, boy, boy, girl. So oh, nine, you, nine, you have a little rhythm going too, like, exactly, uh, like a waltz. Da, da, like, da, da. Yeah, right, exactly. I was thinking of a, a paradiddle for drummers, but yeah, you got okay, boy, girl, girl, boy, girl, girl. Uh, girl, boy, right? boy, girl, boy, boy, girl, boy, boy, girl. Oh, I started wrong. Girl, boy, boy, girl, boy, boy, girl. Right. Yeah. So now your fifth girl. I mean, there's plenty of hand-me-downs. There's uh, right all the all the infrastructure yep. is, already, I, is already the infrastructure is already in place. It's true, and we have a lot of a lot of other you know her siblings love to hold her, so that's a lot of help there. Um, yes. But my wife and I still look at each other and like, are we doing this again for real? Oh my God. And how, how old are you? I am 37. 37 and seven children. Dang. You got years to go. You can, you can come out of this with a dozen. Uh, seven is, is a good, it is a huge, is it in Hebrew or Jewish tradition is a good number of completion. So we'll see. Okay. Okay. Well, no pressure, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. you could easily come out of this with a it's dozen. True. It's true. At this pace, for sure. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Congratulations. 
congratulations. Thank you very much. How, how recent is your, uh, your newest girl? She is five weeks old. Oh my, five weeks only. Wow. Yeah. And yes, you save money on dolls too for the, for the, for the girls that uh, girls don't have to grow up with dolls, but for, I shouldn't say that for the girls. You grow up saving money on dolls for any of your children. That's right. Any of your children. Wonderful. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the last time you were on, you, uh, you had some advice. Listeners could listen back for uh, advice on, it was, uh, it was kind of resolving conflict, I believe. No, it was on Google Grants and whether you're a, whether you're a good fit, whether it's a good fit for your Well, no, no, well, that, well, that was the subject matter. Ah, right. You're, you're saying, not, oh, it's kids. Of had child advice. It's much more important. Yes. You had family or child-related advice. Thank I think you. it was on conflict de-escalation. Uh, yep, probably so. <laughs> um, yeah, like take a time, you know, take a deep breath was your, I think was your first, you know, one of your first pieces of advice. Yeah, uh, like you have to calm yourself first. Right, um, right, right. Because you can't actually help them if you're all stirred up yourself. Yes. I think it was de-escalation. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right. You, you, I'm sure you've only gotten better at that skill. With, and now I now hope. Now you have more years to practice. Right. Many more, more years to practice. All right. So let's take an overview of this corporate partnership. Corporate. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's par- par- stick with partnership, not necessarily sponsorship, because mm-hmm. we take different forms. Um but uh, this part of what are nonprofits, you know, like overview, not quite getting right about these partnerships? Well, I think actually the way you started describing it um, shows all of our natural tendencies for um, corporate partnerships is that we, we tend to, I, I, I feel like nonprofits tend to get stuck in this idea of, of corporate sponsorships. Mm, mm. And there, the, you're, it, there is a real goal that companies would support your organization financially. But there are so many things that a company can bring. And that's why it's really, I say the the core is a partnership and sponsorship can be part of that partnership. And if you have multiple companies who are partnered with your organization, some of them might not be sponsors, but that, that they all can bring a lot of value to your organization. Okay. All right. So let's not be myopic, looking strictly at financial... Uh, financial sponsorship. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, where, where, where do you like to start with this? What's the, what, what do we need to be thinking about if we're going to embark on a, a, a partnership or if we're going to start paying more attention to this or start, yeah. start paying attention anew? Maybe we don't even have any partner, not just, you know, expanding, but maybe we don't have any corporate partnerships. What do we need to be thinking through? Well, yeah. If, I mean, the, the things that a corporate partner can bring to your organization, think about what you need. And I mean, a company can obviously bring, um, they can bring you access to their audience, just to, uh, awareness of who you are as an organization, to their employees, to their own customers. They can connect you to their employees directly at some point. If, they're, if, they, if there's a really good partnership, they can say, hey, this is a nonprofit we believe in. They further our values as a company and you can support them. We, you can do automatic giving through your, um, deductions through your of the payroll, or you can volunteer with them. Um, there is some real good research out there that shows that millennials and Generation Z um, people uh, employees don't often will will not stay at a company long term. Usually, won't stick around more than I think it was two years. What I read, um, if there isn't a clear 
way they can that they see the company living out values that they are in line with and they and so it can it, it it's really valuable to the company to have a way to actually live that out by saying we work with this organization so you so all the connection to the employees obviously there's the sponsorship there's in-kind services that companies can bring you um, free publishing, printing services, or they can bring in their expertise directly and help your organization. Maybe they can consult and say, here's how to improve um, how you operate as an organization. Maybe they've got some people who are very talented and skilled and have a lot of experience and they can bring that in and, and do some tr- free training with you. Um, so there's a whole lot of things that a company can bring. And I think just this awareness of, of a nonprofit to say, okay, maybe we've got some decent, a decent donor base, but we want to expand it to other f- sources of support, financial and otherwise. Uh, a great place to look as companies because you're not going to have to go through, uh, not to say you shouldn't pursue grants and other things, but it's mm. it's a lot, there's a, a company relationship is a lot more like an individual donor in terms of, it, there's a lot less red tape. You, you, have, you have to approach them the right way. Um, but then once you have that relationship, you can just maintain it and it can represent a huge value with just that one relationship. So should we be thinking through, well, maybe I'm, I'm, I probably am jumping ahead, but it's what occurs to me, you know, thinking through like a solicitation that is multifaceted, it it could include some in-kind support, whether that's uh, um, services or, or, or some kind of goods, maybe tech or something Mm. like that. But, but then it's also volunteer opportunities for the employees. Uh, Maybe there's a financial component, maybe not. Um, you know, brand awareness. So we want to be thinking largely, you know, big scale about what, what we're, what we're pitching for and and what we have to offer too. Mm -hmm. And and I I recommend, I mean, the, the strategy I, I teach is start small and, and get a quick win. And then you can start having conversations with your partner. And this is kind of starting at the back end, but when you have, some kind of collaboration under your belt. You can reach out and say, look, let's have a conversation. We want to know how can we help your company further its values? Yeah. And you're already going to know when you have that conversation that you have overlapping values because you wouldn't have tried to form that part- partnership in the first place. So you have overlapping values. Your mission can help that. So you ask that question, how can we help you further your values? What are some things we can do from here? And then you can start to make suggestions or ask them for ideas All about right. what they're like, open to. So now I, I made you start at the back end. You know, you, you're stuck with a lackluster host. I, I, oh, sorry you're good. About that. Sorry about that. So, all right. Um, uh, okay. So where do where do we get started? Like, how do we how do we devise our prospect list? Mm-hmm. And let's say you know our listeners, the small and mid sized nonprofits. You know, they could have it could be just a few people. Could be a, you know a dozen people. I mean, it could be a hundred people. It's still a small. It's still a mid sized nonprofit. Um, but you know, like overall, how do we, um, yeah, how do we start to develop a prospect list? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, for the, the first mindset that help will help you to develop the, the, that prospect list is what should your first collaboration be? And I like to recommend, um, and the thing that can bring a quick win and this easy yes is saying, can we find a company? that has subject matter expertise and knowledge that they could share. And together we create some kind of digital resource like an ebook 
or an infographic or a guide of some kind that would be we could use to help people who could be potentially our donors. So if we're an animal sanctuary, we know a whole lot about taking care of animals. We know how to help uh, crate train an animal, but then a pet food company knows all about pet nutrition and specialized diets. What if we created an ebook on, on these to- some of these topics that every pet owner has to deal with and we reach out to this company. So I'm going to give it on a high level. We reach out to this company and say, Hey, you guys know all about this topic. And we know that our potential audience and our current audience would really benefit from learning how to pick the right food for their animal or what to do if their animal seems to have a special needs diet. And we would love to feature your, your knowledge in this, this digital guide we're creating. And they're like, their marketing team has to create content all the time anyway. And this is a new channel that you're just saying, we want to feature you. We want to make you look like the hero. We want to put you front and center. So, so that is a, that is the idea. And so when you're creating this list, you're the first thing you're looking for is expertise, subject matter, expertise, and knowledge, okay. uh, a company that has that. And then the second thing is their, their values. Do they have, do they publish their values? Can you see based on their actions or, uh, or things that they do as a company that there's some overlap there? And if you've got those two things, those are that, that's kind of the foundation for who might be a good partner. Subject matter and values. Okay. Um, uh, if, if you're, you know, if the local organization, I mean, you could do this with uh, like a, a approach the, uh, the local retailer, like maybe it's a local following your example, your hypothetical, maybe it's a local Petco, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you know, so, you know, you may not have to go to Petco International, but mm-hmm. you could start with something with, with the local, the local store. Yep. Yeah, you, absolutely. And I mean, okay. there's all kinds of different, like, here's another example. Uh, I work with a nonprofit, um, uh, the, a food bank, and they are, they they happen to be Jewish. And so they are reaching out to influencer and celebrity celebrity chefs and saying, we are creating a recipe book for our donors and potential donors on uh, recipes with for, for the holidays. And would you be willing to just quote unquote, donate one of your recipes that we could just include in our recipe book. Mm. And so now they're, they're starting this, they, they've opened the door to continue this conversation with this influencer celebrity chef and they're featuring the chef. And now the people who might be interested in this recipe book can see, Oh, there's all these well-known chefs who contributed to this book. Like this is good stuff. These are good recipes. So you have both on the, the potential donor side, the, when you're offering them this, there's more value to it. And now you can report back to, to these contributors, these chefs and say, thank you so much. We've had a hundred people download it. And of course their name and their whatever, you know, we can link to, you know, you link to them in the book or whatever. It's not like full of ads or anything, but it's just like these, this is the people who are helping us out. These are our partners. Um, and so you can, you know, reaching out to a, someone on Instagram that has that kind of overlap with your organization. Again, it doesn't have to be a huge brand. It can be a single person who has an audience. It's time for a break. Turn to communications. What can they do for you? Start with media relations, media strategy, media and PR campaigns, crisis. Hopefully you never have one. Hopefully you joined their webinar just last week on having a crisis communications plan. 
content marketing. They can do, write white papers for you, ebooks. They can do research and then publish that research for you, write reports on it. Thought leadership, like executive communications, like speech writing, ghost writing, your annual report. Yes, they can write your annual report. Take that off your shoulders. So there's some ideas of what they do for you. Turn to communications. Your story is their mission. Now back to your corporate partnership strategy. This seems like a very easy on-ramp to starting a relationship. You know, totally. a, a, sh- a short ebook or a white paper or something like that. Some some kind of co-branded content. Yes. Um, you know, it could, you know, uh, uh, again, in your hypothetical, it could be local uh, veterinary practice, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a smaller that's a smaller corporation, but. You know, you don't know what might be there in the future. You know, again, small, maybe small community. You start with a veterinary practice or something like that. It's, yes. Yeah, right. absolutely. So you're a sanctuary to reach out to the vet and say, look, we want, we, we know that our donors really benefit and people who aren't our donors, but we're trying to attract to us. Are, are, we want to teach them about some of the, you know, things that a vet knows that things, signs to look for if your pet is sick, whatever, or what your, what your pet might be dealing with. And then here's another thing you bring to the table. You're not only bringing them like the fact that they're working with a nonprofit and helping your work and the fact that now they can get their name out there and, 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 and create content through another channel that helps, you know, the company get more followers and grow their audience and maybe customers. Mm-hmm. You're all, you can also say, look, we also have access to a Google grant that gives us $10,000 per month to advertise this piece of content. And for even big companies, that's a lot of money to put behind look, an initiative. Look how savvy you are pulling in your uh, your last appearance <laughs> eighteen months ago. You got to tie these together. Yes, they're, they're, look at the look at the consistency. This doesn't just this doesn't just happen. These guests just don't fall out of the sky. You know this. It's all this is all thought out. In this case, it's thought out by the guest, not by me. But no, okay, brilliant. All right, all right. Yeah, you've got these ad dollars. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so when you are crafting your list, you're thinking about the expertise and the values. And then the next thing to consider is how big is their audience? And that could be their social media following, the number of customers they might have, their employee count. Um, And and there is, it is helpful to, you know, you might want to reach out to really small companies at the beginning, small businesses, just to get some practice. But once you've kind of figured out how to do, how to do this outreach and, and form these partnerships, if, if a company is too small to really be able to bring a lot of value to your organization um, or they just have too many other organizations they're supporting right now or they're working with, then just keep those things in mind. It's worth, if, if you're going to go through the effort of reaching out and trying to form a relationship, you know, make sure it's worth your while and, and make sure they have some kind of audience that, that would help, you know, that they can bring to you eventually at some point. Um, and introduce your organization to. So, so, so you're saying, you're saying, keep the relationship open. Yeah, you know, yeah. s- six no's and you're halfway to a yes. That's right. That's right. That's the that, that, that's the sort of the, uh, a philosophy of individual giving. You know, donors working with yeah. individual people, couples. Um, you know, unless they, unless you're there, they tell you, get out of my face. I never want to hear from you again. Which 
you know, I've been doing plan giving for 25 years this is my 25th year and it's never happened. Awesome. So short of that, thank you. So short of that, you know, you want to keep them in your prospect list, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. And don't be afraid to reach out to the bigger companies. Um, but one thing that's beautiful about this approach is you're offering them a win and you're not approaching the, the director of community or the HR director or someone who's got a clear title, like they're in, you know, uh, corporate social responsibility, the, the, the title that all of the big nonprofits person that they're going to be hitting up to try to form these partnerships and put these sponsorships pitches in front of, you're going to someone in the marketing department and you're like, you guys have to create content anyway. You're the subject matter experts of the company or, or some of anyway, and you're going in the side door. You're going, you're, you're like, there are very few nonprofits who are going into the marketing person and saying, we'd love to collaborate with you. Yeah. Because once oh, you so get that saying, relationship, don't they can go start to introducing the, you. Don't go to the corporate social responsibility officer. No, no, no. Go, so go to someone who has to, who's done digital content in the company, who's written their blog. It might be a small business. It might be the owner who's written the blog. Sure, That's sure. fine. But in a big company, you know, you're approaching probably the marketing person, someone in marketing. And then they're, again, they're to them, they're not thinking of you as, oh, this is just another nonprofit who wants money. They're like, oh, this is a cool collaboration. And we'd love to find a way to support a nonprofit in a way that's an easy win for us. I don't have to go through all the channels to get money approved. I have to produce content anyway. I don't have, I don't need approval from anyone to create an ebook with you. Um, you know, I can, we can do that. That's a great idea. And so you get that foot in the door and then you can start asking for introductions over time. You can start to build that relationship. Right. Build the relationship. And that, this is what you find. You don't find that they say, well, no, you need to talk to our CSR officer. Uh, I mean, no, because you're, you're, you're not at the, the, the investment that they make is kind of up to them. Like you could get a company who's like, we're going to help you do the graphic design or we're going to help you if it's a video, like we'll film this video. We'll, we'll provide you like you could get someone who's really gives a whole lot or you could get a company. I mean, it's as simple of saying, yeah, you can use the recipe that's already published on my website and the pictures that are already there. You know what, what there's no approval for that. If they're just saying, yeah, you can put that in your thing. Just give credit link to us, make sure yeah. we, that people know who, it, where it came from. All right. All right. You're going in through the side door. Like you said, that's right. That's right. Go to the marketing folks right, who need content. They're looking for partners like this. Okay. All right. Very savvy. Very so savvy. that's who to reach out to. What, um, what's that? So, so that's, so, that's who to reach out to. Right. And right. yeah. How? Them, how? How and with what? Yeah. What do, what do you, what, what's your pitching? What's your pitch? Um, so I like to recommend um, either social media or, or cold email. And I would usually start with cold email. Um, because everyone has an email address and email is non-intrusive. You're not, you're not calling them out of the blue and you can craft your email to really be relevant to them. And so um, some of the things I recommend is you start with uh, a, a hook of some kind that gets their attention. So I buy your pet food. I've been uh, a customer you know, of your store for my pets every year, or I just took my dog in to the vet there, or uh, we just made this recipe at home or whatever it might be. Some personal reaction, like something that, or my kids spilled coffee on the, on the book that you just released, <laughs> whatever it might be, something that'll get their attention. And then just say, I've appreciated your content and 
or, or I, I like your products or it doesn't have to be like, just, uh, it shouldn't be flattery. It should be a response that you've had to something that the company has done. And it could be positive or negative, um, negative. It should still sound like you're uh, uh, supporting them, but usually positive is easier to do. And one, one, one really easy, really easy thing you can do in this step is, um, that I do a lot is I read or well, I read your blog or I watched the webinar and I, I loved this point and I shared it with my audience on LinkedIn mm-hmm. because I, I'm not just saying you guys are great. You got, you know, I love everything. It's, I took action based on your, what your company is doing, your products, your content, your services, whatever it might be. And then you can transition. You can say, because you care about X, because your audience cares about X, I thought that we could do Y. And the Y is your pitch for the collaboration of some kind. And you don't have to go into a lot of details. You can just say, I thought we could create some resource together, digital resource that helps people do this. Or that. Right, right. Don't go into great detail in, the, no. in the, the first introduction. Just, you know, I thought we could partner together on some content. Or part, mm-hmm. You know, and okay. Um, so you, yeah, I, you, if you do that because of this, because of this other thing that I already responded to, and I appreciate, you know, I think you care about this, and so you're you're tying it to to your pitch. You're making it clear, like, I think this is relevant for you, and mm-hmm. here's the win for you. So your your email should be here's the win I can bring you. Not here's how you can support our organization because we have these same values as you. Your uh, the structure of your pitch is is right in line with the kind that I like to receive from people who want to be guests on nonprofit radio. Like you know, I, uh, I've had some folks say, you know, I love the show and I've I left you a review on Apple Podcasts. Perfect. You know, and then, then it's occasionally they'll even like screenshot it, you know, they'll, they'll, in case I didn't believe them, you know, there's the, there's the, the little written review that they, so um, it gets my attention. Yeah. They did exactly what you're describing. They took action. They didn't just say they love the content, but they, they either shared it or in this case, you know, they, they, they uh, shouted it out in a, in a, in a, in a very kind review. And then, you know, they'll say, I, uh, in in a recent episode, uh, or I love this recent episode where you talked about X, you know, related to that, my client does Y or, you know, or I do Y. And, and I, I think it would be, a, it sounds like it would be a good fit for you. It feels like it would be a good fit for, for your listeners, et cetera. So perfect. Very That's much it. in line with uh, now I'm revealing what gets my attention for pictures, but it's um, <laughs> good, but I mean, it works, yep. uh, you know, it gets my attention. They don't all get, they don't all get yeses, but, but I read right. those pitches. Right. Versus right. the ones you could tell are, you know, template, boilerplate, you know, nonprofit radio is terrific. Um, my client, you know, so-and-so does this and she'd be great for your show. You know, it's, they, they have, it's just shallow, shallow. Yeah. Yep. So you got to do some research. That's right. You That's right. You have to, you have, yep. You have to take the time. Even if people are following the same kind of like steps, it's still, they had to take the time to, get to know you a little bit, get to know the company a little bit. Yeah, You're asking them to get to know you. You got to get to know yeah. them first. Yes. That's you're making right. The first outreach. So do the, do the freaking work. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I like to say if you're at a party and you're just like, you see someone you want to meet standing there and be like, Oh, I hope they come talk to me. Like, or, or even if you worse, like putting up a sign with their name on it, like that'd be <laughs> really awkward. Like, no, yeah. you go talk to them, ask them their name. You listen to them, ask them their story. 
you do walk to them. Right. So. Right. You, yeah, you're making, yes, you're, you're taking the first step. You gotta, you gotta be the first one to do the work. All right. Mm-hmm. And I also, I also appreciate not, uh, you know, you're saying not, not how you can support the organization, but how we can work together. Cause this is such a, it's not, this is a very good idea, Chris. It's a great, easy on-ramp to, mm-hmm. to building a relationship. Yes. But, you know, get your foot in the door. And then, mm-hmm. as you said, you know, ask for, ask for introductions later on, things like that, you know, grow the relationship, but all right. All right. What else? Um, what else? What yeah. else we got to do to get this, get this relationship kicked um, off? I, I think another important thing too, and just in the outreach process is, um, you know, yeah. if someone doesn't respond to your email, a lot of times you're not going to get a yes right away. Um, do some follow-up, uh, not a ton to, you don't want to like pester people, but you know, reply a few days later, send them a follow-up email. And then maybe a week or two later, send another one or two more follow-ups there. You know, don't, don't pester them, but just people need, you know, sometimes you're going to write the perfect pitch that someone would want to respond to. And they just, it's a bad time. You just caught them at a bad time. So yeah. you've got to, you've got to follow up. And then um, if you don't get a response, sometimes you can switch channels, go to good. Now you go try social media and send a direct message, whatever it might be. And, and, you can get if, if someone is a good going to be a good fit, they're going to respond, um, and uh, you can always come back to them. Like you, like you said, if someone, unless someone says, "Don't ever talk to me again," then you know, just say, "Okay, I'm going to reach out to some other people and I'll come back to them." So, um, another thing to just consider is this: this approach really can work with. I don't, I can't think of any nonprofit that it couldn't work for. I, there probably are some, but I, I haven't run into any yet. Um, we uh, we are currently working with uh, a nonprofit that um, helps uh, their anti-sex trafficking organization, and they we are re- we are going to be reaching out to um, law firms that deal with that topic, um, mm. universities that have counseling programs. Um, we're going to reach out to some personal like security, you know, like think a little alarm companies or things that where you know when people are going out they have a way to to be safe safety devices, um, apps that help with um, like internet monitoring and watching up for cyber bullying, all those kinds of things. There's so many things that subject matter experts that could partner with your organization, regardless of, of who you are. It's time for Tony's take two. Don't fear the reaper. Planned giving isn't the death conversation. That's a free webinar I've got coming up. I'm going to be hosted by Keela. I'm very grateful for that. And I'm going to talk about what planned giving conversations are about, okay? It's not about death. Let's debunk that idea. So, uh, join me and Keela for Don't Fear the Reaper. Planned giving isn't the death conversation. I'm going to do that on April 12th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. But, but you, you know, attending these things live is so... 2021. You sign up, you register, and then they send you the link for the video. That's the way to do it. You watch at your leisure. At your leisure. How do you sign up though? You got to know that. Of course, you do have to sign up. You want, you want to watch at your leisure? You got to sign up. You do that at Keela, K-E-E-L-A, Keela.com. Click resources and then webinars right where you'd expect it to be, right? It's a webinar, it's a resource, it's hosted by Keela. Be with me April 12th, if you like, 
or watch the video. Either way, I hope you'll be with me. That is Tony's take two. We've got Buku, but loads more time for your corporate partnership strategy with Chris Barlow. You like uh, you like email as the as the first approach? Uh, yeah, again, because everyone does have an email address, and you can. There are tools like sometimes companies publish the email their email addresses on the website. There are some tools that you can use to find people's email addresses, or at least the the pattern that a company uses that you can just yes, the pattern. Flip right. it up. Can you recommend yeah. any of those uh, resources? Hunter Hunter io is a tool you can use. Um, just a few times per day for free. I think it's like five times you can do a search. Oh, uh, and uh, it's very and gracious of them offering five five a day. That's I mean you could do yeah, it's very nice. Twenty five. Uh, well, if you work on Saturday and Sunday, you could do thirty five a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could just usually they'll give you the actual email that you're looking for, or just the pattern at least, and that's usually good enough. Pattern, right, right. Um, and then so you're looking for the marketing. You're looking for the chief marketing person. Yeah, or someone in charge of content. Um, yeah, or, or sometimes someone who does partnerships. You could you could reach out to. Usually, that what the company means by partnerships isn't what you're thinking of, like their yeah, person. Yeah. But it still might be someone in partnerships. Often has something to do with marketing and, and new channels and stuff. So that's another option. Um, okay. And and LinkedIn is a great tool to to find people if the website doesn't have it. Anything else? Because uh, I, I want to move to expanding the relationship, getting but 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 you know, give as much uh, share as much as you can about this. Yeah, this easy this easy onboarding. Yeah, so I mean, um, you you're you're just you are offering to you know feature them and and again bring in the Google grant. I think that's a really like underutilized a strategy for attracting a company because the companies can't use that, those free ads. And even if they're a major, a large company and they have their own huge marketing budgets, I know 10,000 a month is nothing to shake a stick at. Like that's, that's nice. Um, and, and you're saying like, look, this collaboration isn't, is, is, can go somewhere. Like it's not just gonna be like we collaborate on it. And then there's, there's silence. Um, one thing you can do before you even start reaching out before you create your ideal list is to, uh, there's two things I like to recommend. Do some keyword research. Do, there's a tool that Google offers um, inside Google Ads. Whether you have a grant account or whether you create an account just to do this research, you can do it for free. Ads.google.com, the key, Google Keyword Planner. And you can just type wait, in wait, keywords. I'm sorry, wait. Ads.google.com. And, yep, then, yep. and then inside what? that, inside there's a, the tools and settings, you'll find the Google Keyword Planner. Google Keyword Planner. Yep, okay. Yep. And you can just right. search for some keyword ideas, say how many people are searching for how to uh, create train my pet and, um, uh, you know, or, re- re- you know, haul, you know, Passover recipe book, whatever, just all different topics. And you can then see, okay, there's a lot of people searching for this across the U S or across our state or across my city. That would be a, I can take that as not only knowledge that, this could be a, a, a really helpful resource for people and that a lot of people are, de- there's some demand, but I could bring that to my corporate partner and say, I know there's demand for this. And, and you guys already have the, the knowledge and expertise to kind of help address this particular question or problem. You could even send, um, I recommend sending out a survey to your current 
subscribers and donors and say, we're thinking about creating a resource that helps with one of these following topics. Which one would be most valuable? Oh, yeah, a little simple survey. Right. Yep. And then combine those two things and say, we've got this, we've got feedback from our own audience. We know there's overall volume and demand. We think it would be great to feature you guys and help us because we have we have some knowledge in this area ourselves, but we want to bring in another perspective. And you guys, your company's been around all this long, or maybe it's an area we don't have as much expertise, but it's related. So, you, you know, then you can bring in, look, we've done our research. We know what you, that this is why we're reaching out to you guys. Mm-hmm. You can help us solve this problem and, and grow your audience. And give you credibility too. You partner right. with our right. with our um, with our respected name in the in the community or that's in right. the state, you know, however, however you define community. All right. Right. Because remember, you know, you bring value too. You mm-hmm. also you're not you're not a supplicant in this relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, from the beginning, even this, you know, this easy on-ramp, you want to make it clear that you bring value also. That's mm-hmm. and listeners know we just uh, talked about that last week. That's why this is a perfect follow-on for what we talked about last week, not, you know, not undervaluing your assets, mm-hmm. both tangible and intangible. Okay. Totally. All right. All right. Um, when might we start to uh, look for a little broader relationship? We've got, yeah. got our content marketing piece out. It's, we got some good exposure. You know, we got hundreds of pieces out, hundreds of downloads, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, from a landing page or however. What, what, when, when's the right time to look to broaden? Yeah. So I'd say the very first thing you do is you, you make a big deal about thanking them, thank them publicly, obviously thank them personally, share the fact that this company helped you get this out. Um, and, you know, just again, make them look like a hero. You are appreciative of them working with you. Um, in fact, if they, uh, you know, you could, add, I think it's appropriate to say when you're in these initial conversations, like, can your marketing department help with some of the graphic design? Like we've done this before, but, or, you know, we have some, some resources, but you guys are really good at this. Could you, could you, so then you can thank them specifically for how they contributed beyond just the knowledge. Um, And then uh, collaborate on how you're going to promote it. Say, how are we going to promote? Well, we're going to do the grant. We're going to do run, you know, and we'll post on. So is there anything that you guys, you want to send it to your email list or how, and then, and then after that, well, during that, planning time let's say can we when this is all done let's set up a call in a month and just reconnect and see if there's another way we can collaborate um, or plan something out for later in the year and then when you have that conversation you know again talk about the values and bring it back to again the what you what you bring to a company long term um besides these kinds of collaborations which you can of course repeat is that uh, living out their values and employee retention. I mean, repl- employee retention is so important right now. Mm. Every company knows that, right? And just how difficult the the um, hiring environment is and, and finding good people. And so finding tangible ways for the company, a company to have ways to say, look, we partnered with this nonprofit because they're in line with who we are. And we want to give you the employee opportunities to see and to do, whether that's to donate to a volunteer or share this, their story with others and, or learn about who they are. Um, so that's the kind of thing that you can bring long-term. So, and, and, and again, you have that, just ask them questions. I mean, I think, I think ultimately the, the kinds of conversations you have are the same kinds of conversations 
you probably have with planned giving. So I would turn around to you and say, what are the kinds of questions that you ask people who are planned giving? I think it would probably be very similar kinds of questions. Yeah. Well, it's a lot about what the, what the work is that moves the donor. You know, mm-hmm. we have the mission in common. Mm-hmm. We're talking to established long-term donors and encouraging a gift in their, in their will or some other estate plan. Mm-hmm. So we know that we have in common the work that the, that the nonprofit does because the charity is doing it. And the person is giving to it. And they've been mm-hmm. giving for many, many years, many, many times over, lots of times over, could be decades of giving. Mm-hmm. So we have the mission in common. So we focus on the mission. So mm-hmm. you're suggesting, you know, focus on the mission and focus on the values uh, of the company mm-hmm. and how, what the overlap is there. And mm-hmm. you've already established that because you've got your, your, your uh, well-received uh, content, piece of content that, that talked about the overlap. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and exploited it in, in very tangible ways with, with knowledge, you know, broke that down. So, um, yeah. And you can always, another, another excuse to reaching back out is to just give them an update Say, we've had, you know, this month over the last, this many months, we've had this many people, you know, download the, 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 the resource or watch yes. the video and so we get just give them an update. Right. Update. Can we talk about other ways we might collaborate? Can we plan a call? Right. Yep. Easy, easy way to stay in yeah. touch. Uh, okay, I'll follow your uh, your analogy to, to uh, planned giving and say, when a person has a life insurance gift, each quarter or at least each year, but sometimes even more often than that, you can show them the appreciating cash value of the of the life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Because life insurance policies gain gain cash value every every time there's a premium payment made. So if it's quarterly. You're in touch quarterly. If it's annual, you're in touch at least and you're at least annually. You look at look how much it's grown in the past since since the, since the last time. You know, mm-hmm. could we could we talk about uh, some other way that we might be able to work together? Mm-hmm. And if you want to get an introduction, a great question is um, if it's not you know a smaller company where it's obvious like who is in charge of your company's values or who helped form them and shape them and 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 yeah, because knowing who is in charge of the values obviously cares about them and wants to see the company live those out. So, um, and, you know, there might not be one person who came up with them, but there was probably someone who helped, uh, you know, form them and helped kind of oversee that. So if you can, yeah, that's a good way just to find who you should, who else you can meet at the company and, and start those deeper conversations. And then you're just asking for a, uh, an introduction, right? That's right. That's right. Yep. And then you, can, then you can point to the collaboration that already happened. You're not new to the company. And you could say, look, we are doing, yeah. then you could do your pitch. You could say, look, we are doing a fundraising event and we would love to invite you guys to consider helping us and partnering with us in this. Let me, uh, or let us, let us allay any fears that people may have. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's, this guy, Chris has good ideas, but but uh, this is all very contrived, and I feel like I'm exploiting a relationship. Like you know, I'm starting out with something small, but only with the with the intention of going bigger. Yeah. I feel like I'm being disingenuous when I'm mm. approaching them because I don't just want their their collaboration on a on a piece of content, but I want more than that. And so I feel like I'm being dishonest, you know, in my relationship with them. Now, I know what I would say if somebody said that to me about 
personal relationships, uh, individual, like just individual relationships in terms of fundraising, mm-hmm. whether it's planned giving or any other type of fundraising. But let me give you the chance to describe it on the, to allay these concerns on the, on the corporate side. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is there's value inherent in, in that initial collaboration because again, if you're reaching out to a company that has a, a parallel or, or um, lateral subject matter expertise, they may actually have something really helpful to share that will help you attract new potential donors. If you're using this resource to grow your email list, then there's inherent value immediately. And if that corporate partner relationship never goes anywhere else, if all it is is that collaboration that you help them get a little more reach and they help you get some put something together, um, there's already value in it for you both. So um, yeah, it, it it's really just you're honestly wanting to work with a company who has, who has shared values and the best, the, an easy way to do that is if they have that expertise and then you're just starting a conversation and, and seeing if that, if their values are where they say they are. And you, again, you're, you have all these things that you bring to the table. And so if it, if it's not a good fit, that's fine. Like you don't, you're not, you're not just doing this collaboration for the sake of opening the door. So that would be the, the first thing I would respond to that. Yeah, yeah. I would add that uh, this is the way it's done. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be strategic about relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is how it's done on the individual side. And mm-hmm. for reasons you're describing, this is how it's done on the, on the corporate side. You, you, wanna, you wanna grow your work, you wanna grow your revenue, you need to be strategic about the relationships yeah. that your nonprofit uh, embarks on and, and and looks to build. And that's mm-hmm. on the individual side. And it's also on the corporate side. It might be on the government agency and granting and the foundation side, you know, wherever it is, you're, you you have to be strategic about relationships. You don't just willy nilly, you know, uh, randomly reach out to people with, you know, without thought and research and you're not even, and you, you know, and not being careful about who it is you're reaching out to, and with a longer-term objective. Yeah, I mean, this is so. It's not exploitation. It's it's strategy. Yeah. And if you want to yep. build or build your build your revenue, you got to be strategic about your revenue sources. Yeah. Yep. And then again, you're you're offering a win for the partner from the very beginning. So you're trying to serve them too. And and. If it can turn into something more, that's that's great. That's what you hope. Absolutely, um, yes. You're so. bringing value. Yeah, you're bringing value to the relationship. We're not we're not just saying that to make it sound good. You actually are. You yep. are helping. You're helping with employee retention, employee engagement. You're helping uh, enhance the brand of the of the mm-hmm. the company that you're talking to. Um, you're, cre- you're helping them create valuable content. They, you're talking to the marketing people. They have to create content anyway. You know all these things. You know you've already laid them out. I'm just putting them in one paragraph. You've been talking about them for 40 minutes. So, um, all right. Uh, what else, anything else you want to, uh, is there anything else you want to share about this, this process, uh, to, uh, onboarding it, we grew it or how to grow it. Anything you want to leave, leave folks with or more advice you want to share? I, I guess I'll add, you know, in your pitch, don't, you know, their ask can just be, are you interested? Can we get on a call? Like keep it really short. Don't try to break down the whole thing. Just, are you interested? If they say yes, then you can you know, set up a call with them. Um, so I think that one mistake people have is like, oh, we could do this, this, and this and get the email too long or make it too complex. Just yes or no question. So that's one little thing I would add. 
um, yeah, just, just try it. Just do some read. I mean, we, we get in our own, uh, uh, experience. We've seen about half of the people we reach out to respond with a yes or a no, or maybe you know, yes later. And about a third of the people say yes. So it's a very high rate mm-hmm. of people who are interested. Um, and we are, we, we're strategic. We're not just like blasting out hundreds of these. We take the time. We, we know it's a good fit. And so right. we really believe that it's a good fit when we make the pitch. Right. Right. All right. Chris Barlow, father of now seven <laughs> and uh, founder and customer happiness director at Beeline, yourbeeline.com. And he's at Beeline underscore Chris. Thank you very much, Chris. Savvy ideas. Thank you. I love it. Thank you, Tony. Pleasure to have you back. Good to be here. Next week, we will definitely kick off our 2022 NTC coverage. Or 22. What am I saying? 22 NTC coverage. Kicks off next week. Got lots of interviews coming over the next many months. If you missed any part of this week's show, I beseech you. Find it at TonyMartinetti.com. We're sponsored by Turn2 Communications, PR and content for nonprofits. Your story is their mission. Turn-2.co. Our creative producer is Claire Meyerhoff. The show's social media is by Susan Chavez. Mark Silverman is our web guy. And this music is by Scott Stein. Thank you for that affirmation, Scotty. Be with me next week for Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Go out and be great. <laughs>